next legacy. Hi, this is the artist Mariah Lister. You are now tuned into the Naya Azure Radio. Good afternoon, Laurent. How are you? I am very, very good. I have a plan of how you're here, Laurent. How are you doing? <laughs> I am good. I am good. So, yes, I met Laurent on Clubhouse. That's my girl, Coco Blue. Doing some amazing things. So, tell everyone, how did you originally get into music? Um, you know, I've always been around it. Like, I went to school with a lot of people. I'm not like what you call a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I went to school with Ice Cube, you know, Sir Jeff from the DJ that's related to uh, Dr. Dre. Oh, nice. I went to school with, yeah, I went with Yo-Yo. I went to school with her. I went to Candy Man, Tatasha Ryan singing on both of in Harmony album. So I've always been around it. I've always had people in my life, you know what I mean, that's done music. But at the age of two, I knew this is what I wanted to get into. Okay. At the age of two, you knew how? I was singing at a store that was similar to a Walmart called Zodi, and I was with my mom at the time. Okay. And I was singing an Elvis Presley song, You Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog. And somebody yes. gave me some money. And when they gave me some money, I said, Mama, this is what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're like, you're like, oh, your money for this? Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. That's awesome. So how old were you when you wrote your first song? I was 12 years old when I wrote, when I'm asking person wrote. My first love song. What was it about? Love is a commitment, not a feeling. At 12 years old. At 12 years old. I love it. I love it. So who would you say have been your major musical influences? I mean, you know, without further ado, got to say Michael Jackson, Marvin Gaye. And for a group larger to be ready for the world, True. Baby face is definitely that that's definitely, you know, that's the go-to right there. Yes, the baby face has definitely done so many records and he has helped so many careers. It's not even funny. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. And just a lot of timeless music. I think that's what people don't understand. I think right now we have so many artists. We have so many artists, but how many timeless records do we know? Exactly. Right. They don't play music like they used to. No, they don't. They don't. That's why I'm so blessed to be a part of Next Legacy because we play everything. I do mean literally everything. We don't, you're never going to hear this oh, unless you're listening to what we talk about Next Legacy Honors, where yeah. we have music from the same artists for two okay. hours straight. Then mm-hmm. you, might hear, you might hear the same record maybe once at the Possibly twice, but other than that, you're never going to hear the same record twice in a day. Listen to that sexy. And we have music 24 7, 365. That's good, though. That's a lot of exposure. Exactly. And we mix our music with independent and mainstream artists as well. So that's that's the blessing blessing in itself because you've given independent artists of voice that, that they normally wouldn't have unless, you know, somebody in your position was actually helping. Absolutely. And singing song already, uh, Ronda Wilson is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. So, what would you say have been some of your challenges when it's come, when it's come to being in this business? I mean, I, I used to have people tell me that, 
I can't sing. I've had people tell me that I can't rap. I've had people tell me that I'm not a good singer until they tell me I am. I'm not a good writer until they tell me I am. And um, I went through, you know, a lot of ups and downs with paying money. You know, you, you fresh in the game. They know you fresh. They know you went behind the ears. They're going to try to take advantage of you. And that's just how the game goes. Yes. So let's talk about that real quick. When it comes to paying to perform, be very, 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 very careful about those quote unquote opportunities. Right. I yes. think the, the problem is that a lot of promoters want to just use utilize that, like, like you said, for, for younger artists or for artists who are especially artists who are independent. You know, they're yes. like, oh yeah, you gotta be on the showcase and you gotta sell this many tickets and yada yada yada. But but you're essentially paying for your slot. And it's like, but if we're not performing in front of a huge audience, if it's not a major celebrity guaranteed, not just saying it because you want the money, mm-hmm. um, why am I paying you? <laughs> it's the other way around. You should be paying me because you're using my talents. Yeah. To actually get out here. So that's why I wouldn't advise, you know, any artist to, to really, you know, it, it's, it's, it's plenty of, of legit things that you can be doing. Yes. As far as an artist. But see, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like from back in the day, you know, when you used to do a talent show and they, they you know, you don't win that first one and you come back, you win the next one. Mm-hmm. But to me, I feel like you were sporting my talent because one, you're not paying me. But at least I'm getting something out of it. I'm getting a trophy. I'm getting some type of, you know, fan base, you know, some type of recognition. But you got places now with platforms, they want you to pay this money and they want to listen to you, but it don't go no further than that. They got the money. And you didn't do anything. You didn't excel in your career or nothing. Right. That part. And even as an independent, you got to watch out for the solicitation of the fake labels. Because as soon as they see you making noise on Instagram, any any social media platform, it comes a fake label offer. You know? Mm-hmm. I felt for one before because they, they had their stuff so knit tight. Anybody would have felt for it. I mean, they have delivery service. They had an attorney that I was supposed to be talking to that, that, that sent me a passport uh, paperwork wow. to get my passport done. Oh, yeah. They, they, they were going to send me um, the uh, COVID test, two, two COVID test boxes, shirts and hats from the labels, and a check for $15,000. Um, I paid $600 out of pocket for me to pay for the expedition of my passport. Right. But once I started investigating stuff, because I'm good friends with Uzi's first cousin, and she stays out here, and I showed her the contracts and whatnot that they sent me, like the copy of people. They said they're not the original ones yet or whatever. It's just the draft, but they just showed me what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Once I looked it over, and I just started seeing discrepancies and stuff like that, I was like, you know what? Something they write about this. Mm-hmm. But then I looked up the real person in California that was a real attorney with his face popped up. You know what I mean? Because they had everything. They had the attorney. They had, they had, I, look, I'm talking to the AR, my phone, that was keeping in contact with me on a daily basis. They were setting up a computer. Everything. They 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 sent me the itinerary for the plane. These were some tools of life scam artists. Wow. But let they me had a whole fast. squad working. I'm going to tell you how fast they hit that button when I sent them that copy of that, uh, in the picture of the FBI uh, report that I filed in the cyber. <laughs> right, that part. That part. 
That part. That part right there. And that's the thing. You have to be very, very careful when it comes to people that are on the internet. Mm-hmm. Do your research, please. I agree. A major celebrity is not gonna a major celebrity is never gonna come in your DMs mm-hmm. talking about some pay me ten thousand dollars so I'm gonna do this verse for you. It's not exactly. going to happen. Exactly. If, exactly. if it's a situation where you are working with a major celeb, someone from their team will reach out to you, typically mm-hmm. through email. You will mm-hmm. have all the proof. And all of that, you will speak to several different people, you you know, and they will give you the tracks you, that you can, um, and they will, and you have an agreement and all of that. But it's never going to mm-hmm. be like, yo, hey, you know, send me this and I'll let this verse for you. It's not, it's not like that. It's way more complicated than that. Trust and believe. I've seen it. So that's why I know it's way more complicated. There's so much paperwork involved. Child, look. <laughs> There's some because what if that song hits? And when you have a major celebrity, usually it, it does hit very well. It might not go to the top, but it definitely does hit. And so you have to have the mm-hmm. hit in order because if you go viral, what are you going to do? That's true. I agree. Everything has to be in order for sure. And singer songwriting lyricist Leron Wilson is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. So how did you originally get connected to Poco? Um, I actually, uh, I met a guy named King who happened to, he was doing a live on um, IG. Mm-hmm. And so he invited me to, to come to the clubhouse. They have a little thing where they got artists that come in, they listen to artists. He's looking to sign some artists, you know, he's an A&R. So he's looking to sign some artists. So he invited me. He liked what he heard. And I've been there ever since. And, and that's, that's how I met Focus. And she, she's fabulous. She knows what she's talking about. Right? Yes. And that's the plan right there. That is the plan. She knows about everything under the sun. And, and I mean, I love her mind. You know, she, she's so, so freaking alive. I love her mind. Definitely. No question. Yeah, I think um, when it comes to Clubhouse, though, there are so many opportunities that are there if you're in the right rooms. That's you have true. to be very careful of where you go. And that, this is anywhere in the internet, but especially I see on Clubhouse because, you know, it can be a celebrity room, but doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the right room. Because at first, at first came on, the subs were in there just to kind of kick it and not mm-hmm. understand that they couldn't put all of their business out on the internet and not get recorded. I was like, you do know you're being recorded, right? This is not the time to chill and relax. And get drunk online, not a good idea. Yeah, they found out. <laughs> <laughs> they found out this is not the time to come yeah. on when you're wasted and spill out your business. Mm-hmm. It's, not this, it's not that app. I don't know why yeah, I thought exactly. it was that app. But it's not yeah. that app. Lord have mercy. They found out the hard way. Really? <laughs> they really did. It was crazy. I'm just like listening. I'm like, does your PR know your eye? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was because they would come on and just be so ratchet. And I'm just like, this isn't a private app. What are y'all doing? Exactly. That's the first thing you see that it said is recording. It was the first thing you did on notice. Now, when it first started, it wasn't recording. Yeah. It was supposed to be recording. But you knew that it's a brand new. Now, now let's just be very clear. Whenever you are on any kind of 
program, beta program especially, they're going mm. to be some kind of recording because they're testing it. They're trying to figure out yeah. how it works. How else mm-hmm. are they going to be able to listen and find out what's going on if they're not recording? Work the bug um, out. That's true. <laughs> come on now. That is true. We That's just got true. access to our recordings, but they've been recording the entire time. They, 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 yeah, they just didn't tell you they were recorded. That part. <laughs> yeah, because you know when I think about it, I did not uh, say anything about it because I used to go in there before and um, I would go to, I forgot the name of this record label, but I used to go to them and they had me play music and they were interested in me before because I dropped a, a single called Let Freedom Ring when, when all of the police were abusing the black people. Mm. So I dropped a song called Let Freedom Ring. I got nominated last year for the Intercontinental Music Award. Wow. Exactly. You know, and I think yeah. it's interesting. I, I love how he said that like, like it was in the past. Um <laughs> like it's yeah, still yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, you know, like I know. I mean, you know, it's, it's still happening. I mean, you just don't hear about it as much. They don't publicize it as much, but it was even happening before it was publicized. That part there. And that's the that's the thing you don't understand is that. We were having issues with the police before Rodney King. Y'all exactly. just saw it then because it got recorded. Exactly. Somebody who had that VHS that day. <laughs> you know? Well, actually, it got recorded on the police cam. Mm-hmm. They forgot it was on. Because I'm, I'm sure they didn't know. You know, because I was like, seriously? Y'all just messed up, messed up all y'all jobs? But yeah, I was, I was it was just, good for it to come to light. You know, that, that was the first time that we were able to actually see it and mm. be like, hi, we told you, you know, we're trying exactly. to tell you that there's an issue. We don't just say, you know, we, we're not happy with certain law enforcement for no reason. Exactly. <laughs> they thought somebody was just crying wolf, but, you know, I'm just I'm just glad that it's starting to come out more. Yes. People are starting to pull out their cameras more. Yes. People are starting to use their voice more. And it's starting to be recognized. I mean, it, it's sad we still ain't got no law to protect black people, but I'm, you know, that's another story. I'm going to leave that one. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. We got to talk about that one on camera. We got to talk about that one on camera. We're we trying to keep you on the air if you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> we, no, we, we've talked about that on air <laughs> but that's a, yeah, a you whole know? conversation. There you go. You know, um, I think the one thing that, that I will say when it comes to us and our music, I think the one thing that I will say is that we have to get back to the quality of music because we're so worried, worried about pushing out quantity that the quality has mm-hmm. definitely declined. No question. I agree. I agree. Um, we have to understand. We also have to, have to understand how the internet works. When mm-hmm. something is bad, you don't share mm-hmm. it. Exactly. When you share it, you give it life. Yep. You make it go viral. When things that are bad go viral, it's your fault. Exactly. Because because what people think is that they're putting out, they're pushing it out there, they're pushing it out there to say, "Oh, this is so bad. Y'all have to see how bad this is." Not understanding that you're giving this person who never should have ever, ever gotten any kind of recognition or, you know, fame because you want your friends to see it. Come on. That's true. I mean, like you said, you give it life. You know, once you share, once you hit that share button or you hit that like button or you comment, you've made it relevant. Yes. 
You made it relevant. So and we gotta watch what we make relevant. You know, yeah. we gotta we, we gotta think more before we do. Think before you post. Who yep. do you think before you post? Start yeah. posting positive things like that. Exactly. When you do something positive, like, comment, share, save. Boom. Easy. Yeah. That's it's simple. The same way you do it with the negative stuff, do it with the positive stuff. Watch, watch how that goes. Watch how powerful we can become. But you know, you know, like I know, mm-hmm. when, when people do negative things, it's, it's just like it's like saying it's like complimenting a woman. You say she's pretty, she's she got beautiful hair, she got pretty eyes. Oh man, she got pretty feet. She ain't got no teeth in her mouth. What's the what's the thing you gonna remember? Right. That's what I'm saying. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's what you gonna you know you gonna remember the negative thing. So. You can put 10 positive yeah. things out there and one negative thing is going to cancel the whole thing. Very true. And that's sad. It is. It's very that's sad. It's very sad. And I got to say this. The grandmothers got to stop twerking. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> <Grandmothers gotta stop. laughs> that's another story. I was just saying. Grandmothers got to stop twerking. Well... The reason that grandmas are twerking because grandmas are a lot younger than they used to be. That's the problem there. Like I think there's so many kids that I knew when I was in high school that now have mm-hmm. kids that are like 16, 17. And I'm not even 40 yet. You know what I'm saying? So like we have so many kids that were raising children that other grandmas are grandmas are like 40 something. Mm-hmm. It was just that cycle that just perpetuated, and hopefully we'll end with the, the last kid because it's it's insane. It's like how are you? Wait, what do you mean you got grandkids? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's true. So, so different. It's a different generation, you know. I think it definitely is. The one thing that I will say is positive about this new generation is that they are not afraid to speak up. Mm-hmm. The new, the younger kids are not afraid to speak up. They're not afraid to say something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So I do I do um give them mad props for that because I know when I was young, it took a long time for people to understand the power of the the youth, the, the voice of youth. That's true. Because what happened was they wanted youth for everything. You want used to be mm-hmm. used to buy this, used to go here, used to come out and support XYZ with no voice behind whatever program you're attempting to have them push. Yeah. Now the youth are able to spread their voices and make themselves heard. It's no longer a situation where you're being seen and not heard. And that is the one huge plus that I see when it comes to social media because it's given a lot of kids voices. And when these kids really understand their power for real, it's gonna be beautiful. Because they don't they don't quite get it yet, but they're getting there. And when they really get it, a lot of things are going to change. I agree. And the same thing comes with the power of the consumers. You truly do vote with your wallet. If you don't like something, don't share it. If you don't like something, you don't like a company, mm-hmm. don't buy it. Exactly. If the company is not treating you right, don't buy it. Yeah. Stop spending money in those places. Like, I'm confused, and I don't care if I get yelled at. 
Gucci, I don't know how many times they have to disrespect y'all about not buy that daggone product. Yeah. How many times? Like, really? Come on. They told you in so many words, we don't like you. We don't. We just want you to just buy our stuff. We don't like you, though. Just buy our stuff. On how many occasions? We have to go out there and scream their names. For what? The people still buy it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, what I, that's what I don't understand. You got somebody that's coming up in the industry, whether they design shoes or whether they design clothes. You're not going to meet Michael Jordan unless you actually have the places that Michael Jordan happened to be in. And it's, it's, and it's a 99 million chance in the world that you may come across him, right? Now, when you got somebody that's up and coming that you've been knowing, whether they're family or friends, but you want to support them, but you want them to support you every time you got something there. That's what that's what I do not understand. That don't wrestle with me. I agree. I agree that that's the biggest problem that we have is that we're so quick to support anyone that we don't know. Yeah. But when it comes to people that we do know, we're like we we have ten thousand questions and mm-hmm. um well I'm not sure. I don't want to wear that or whatever. Yeah. But if it came from Jordan, it's different. Right. If it came from, you know, somebody else, Tommy Hilfiger, it's different. But if, if I got a design that just as good as them, or even better, why not support my brand? That part. But people don't think like that. Like I said, people are coming around. It's taking a minute, but they're coming, they're coming around. I mean, they've had to get screwed by those businesses multiple times beforehand, but they're finally coming around. That's true. I mean, that, that's the one thing I can say about when it came to 2020, that dreaded year. Lord have mercy. I almost want to erase it from the entire calendar. Um, <laughs> was that more businesses and more small African-American businesses were actually able to thrive yeah. beyond that because people were like, well, wait, that company doesn't respect me. And they're showing me this yeah. in plain sight. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? I'm just going to go and support the Black-owned business. Finally. Exactly. Even though I should have been doing that you know, before this, but you know, hey, great for <laughs> thanks for coming to the party. <laughs> I mean, look at it like this. With late bloomer, they ought to just be happy that it happened in the first place. Mm. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Everybody don't respond the same way at the same time. You know, everybody's different. You know, some people might take a little bit longer to finish some things, and, and other people just jump right in. You know, other people be like, I don't know. I don't know. I got burnt last time, so I don't know if I should support this situation. And you and you gotta be that way because there's so many scam artists out here. There's so many people that's doing things, you know what I mean? So you gotta be that way. You absolutely have to be very, very cautious of what you do. Very, very cautious of what you support. Be very, very cautious of what you share. I keep telling you all that because how many times people share something out and like, oh, that's fake news. You, well, not even put fake news. Now the whole investment is because you thought you saw something, but that wasn't right. <laughs> hmm I agree, one hundred. Oh, definitely. And songwriter, lyricist, and singer, 
Laurent Wilson is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. So, like, what's next for you? I mean, you know, speaking of shoes, I got some shoes called state shoes. I got shoes that represent every state. I got a pair for Chicago already, and I got a pair for California. Hey. And I got a pair for, because I, yeah, I got shoes out of Skyline that size is two times, and it, and it matches the shoe box. Nice. I love it. I love it. So when it, when is your shoe line dropping? I mean, they are now. You can just you can just put my name in Google, put in Laurent Wilson, spelled with an A, not an E. I'm just saying. And, you know, people quick to call me Larry and Larson and add what they want to add to it. I'm just saying on that one too. But uh, and also I dropped a single called Hip Hop. I just dropped that on uh, August 24th. So make sure that you guys follow him on Spotify and on Apple Music. Let me in. I'm, I'm on all streaming services, but you can find me on if you if you want to buy the single, and it's, it's actually going to go to me. Go ahead and, and check out Bandcamp. You'll find me on there as well. Awesome. He's so he's on Bandcamp, y'all. Make sure you guys follow and support. He's doing some pretty dope things, and y'all know the holidays are coming up, so go ahead and check out his shoes. See what he's working with for sure. Yeah, you know I'm representing. I'm representing Startown. Trust and believe. I don't know. Hey, I, I love it. I love it. So when everything is said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? I want, you know, I'm the type of person, I'm a jack of all trades, the master of none, but I've always just wanted to be a writer for people, but I know I got to really put my name out there and, and put my stuff out there on the forefront for me to really get to where I really want to go. But I just want people to feel music again. I want people to be able to, to get that fun that I got when I was growing up listening to the Temptations and Marvin Gaye and you know Michael Jackson, somebody that's gonna really move the crowd and that's gonna move you when you're going through some kind of situation. That's the kind of music I want to bring back. I love it. I love it. Let's bring back that old school fun music that heals and brings people together. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I truly, truly appreciate you. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate you as well. And definitely come back when you have some new music. And let's chat offline about that shoe line for sure. Oh, definitely. All righty. Have a good day. Take care. Uh, you as well. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Next Legacy.